Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful CJ Dubay. CJ, are you ready to do this? I am ready. Excellent. Let's let's do this. CJ is an entrepreneur. She's a certified EOS implementer and a community leader at EOS Worldwide. I'm excited to have you on. CJ, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. <laughs> That's a loaded question. <laughs> In 10 words or less. Uh, just <laughs> 10 words or less. Just oh kidding. Oh, my. I am an EOS implementer um, helping companies that I work with that are typically 10 to 250 employees get vision, traction, and health in their business. I've been doing this for 10 years. I have worked with well over 100 clients and done about 1,041 sessions in the last 10 years. I'm also a member of the leadership team of EOS Worldwide, where I work with our community and I have a team that's called the community leadership team. We, we handle all of the warm leads that come in. We do all the recruiting for people that want to become an implementer. I have a head coach that runs a coaching team and of all the teachers and trainers that help to help all the implementers. So that's my role as the global community leader for EOS worldwide. Personally, I live here in Peoria, Arizona, and I frequent Minnesota often. I have seven children and nine grandchildren. Amazing. And yeah, and they're all well. So I've been corralling people for a lot of years. So that, there's your uh, probably a few more than ten words. There it is. That's <laughs> seven kids and nine grandkids. What a blessing. Yes. Total blessing, and I'm so grateful for all of them, and they all teach me something every day. Yeah. Now, I have to imagine, in order to successfully manage seven children, you probably had to have and probably still do have some some pretty solid systems in place. Yes. It uh, (laughs) took (laughs) – well, you have to be both structured and flexible all at the same time. Because you have lots of different personalities and things happening, not even in a business, right? So we just all work together. And I, like I said, I'm super blessed and grateful that I have great children that are living great lives. And and the statement of being a grandparent is better than a parent some days is very true. I certainly appreciate that. And. Yeah, that's what my uh, that's what my mom tells me that being a grandparent is a beautiful thing. So, yeah, I I love it. So with EOS, um, I I was telling you before we jumped on um or hit record that I I was exposed to it or introduced to it last year, and it seems like such a, a valuable a valuable tool. Um, and particularly for the organizations that you're serving for org- uh, companies that have ten to two hundred fifty employees, um. Because I have to imagine that so many of of those entrepreneur companies um, don't necessarily have a really great system for keeping everything moving as smoothly as possible. Well, so many of the businesses that we work with have done well, right? And now they've gotten to the point where they want to break through the next ceiling. And so a lot of entrepreneurs and visionaries, integrators are very good at what they do. They have not put in a specific system 
which is EOS is an entrepreneurial operating system, which ultimately means business management system. So there are six key components that we have to help you run a holistic business. So it's everything from what is your vision, where are you going, how are you going to get there, and then do you have the right people in the right seats? And then the data is, because the numbers always tell us a story. So how are you handling your numbers and your data and your information? Once you get those three things really humming, then all of a sudden all these things start bubbling to the surface and we have a specific issue solving track that we teach and then also processes. So one thing about leaders, managers, owners, we're not always that great at process because we just know how to do it. Right. But we really need to get to the point where what's the documentation? We believe strongly in, you know, documenting the 20% that's going to get you the 80% of your results. And, but once you get all the arrows moving in the same direction and you get everybody say following the same process, beautiful things happen and we start to make great growth. And then you have the traction component, which is really a lot about living your business on a 90 day window. Cause as humans, what happens to us is we set a goal and then it has a tendency to fall out the window. But the more that we set that goal, say, okay, and every 90 days check back in with each other as a leadership team, as well as taking it down to the ground to all of our employees, that's where we get a lot of the traction and the growth that we're looking for. So there's a tool called Rocks that we utilize. And then it's just truly the meeting pulse. What's the right meeting pulse? Because we all need to come together. Where have we been? And now where are we going? on a regular basis. So that kind of gives you a quick synopsis of the structure that we do within EOS. It's all tied around our model and the six key components within our model. Got it. No, I think that that makes a lot of sense. And certainly everything, each, each step in the process or each cog in the wheel, uh, for lack of a better term, makes all the sense, right? Because you really can't have one without the other. The, the the founder the person that's 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 doing um probably understands and has this awesome vision and they have values and everything but it's easier said than done to ensure that everybody within the organization also understands and has that right right so when i'm working with leadership teams i'm working through all of the tools and I'm getting the leadership team 100% on the same page. So they're all moving in the same direction so they can move it down to the ground. What I'm doing is I'm ultimately a teacher teaching the tools to them. I'm facilitating what's happening in the room in context to the tools and their business. And then I'm also their coach. They know their business. So sometimes I even have to go, well, that's Greek because I may not understand HVAC. Right. Or I may not understand, uh, you know, an engineering project, but I do understand and know well EOS in the context of helping them run their business better. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. What what is what do people have a hard time with, or, or, or do people have a hard time with that of of having somebody come in and. And I guess it, as I'm trying to ask the question, it doesn't even make any sense because why would people resist that? Is, is, is it just, do, do people resist that process? Sure. There, so EOS is not for everyone. 
Right. You know, there's many different business management systems out there. And I just tell people that I'm talking to, leaders, visionaries, owners, you need to do your research and determine what's the best business management system for you. And so EOS is about a leadership team. It's not about if you're an owner that wants to be control and command, that may not work in the EOS system. But you're also, if you're also on the other side, if you're a leadership team that wants to run everything on consistent or, you know, everyone agreeing on everything, then that might not work either because sometimes we just need to decide and make a decision. And as a leader on a leadership team, I may have to disagree and commit. I may not agree 100% with the decision, but I have to make sure that I can get behind it and follow through on it. So sometimes that means disagreeing and committing. Yeah, I certainly appreciate that. So finding the right people, I think uh, it seems like sourcing names and recruiting and and I understand that it's such a process (laughs) and the cost of making a wrong decision is so hard. But how, how, how do you how how do you help people find the right people? That's a great question. Um, and especially since prior to being an EOS implementer, I spent 25 years in the placement industry. So yeah, it's, I have a little bit of passion around this one. Um, so there's two key things within the EOS system and it's core values. So when we talk about the people component, we're talking about right people, right seats. And we, structure first, people second. So what the work I do right away out of the gate with a new team is what is the structure? We call it the accountability chart. So we start with the accountability chart and we say, what is the right structure? And what I mean by that is we have three basic beliefs. There's sales and marketing, there's operations, and there's finance. So of those three seats, do you need a leader for sales and a leader for marketing? And I work through the team identifying what are the right seats they need to have first. So structure first. In every business, we have the seat that is called the integrator seat. That person is the glue of the business who's harmoniously running that business. And then in most businesses, many businesses, there's a visionary, and that visionary is oftentimes the owner. That owner oftentimes has 20 ideas a week. Uh, We joke about only one of them being any good, but the one that's good is the one that hits it out of the park, right? So uh, a lot of owners are great, amazing visionaries, but the visionary and the integrator duo team can do wonderful things together. So structure first is the first answer. And then the second is right people is saying core values. So I do exercises to flush out the core values of that business with the leadership team. So what's the characteristics that describe them as a leadership team and the people? So what are those characteristics that describe their business from a people perspective? And those are the values, kind of a handful of rules, if you will, that we hold people accountable to. And so those are the core values. And then within the accountability chart, Every seat has five roles and responsibilities in it. So we're tying the two together. So when you're going out to market and you're going to say, what is it? We're going to get dialed in and what are the roles and responsibilities we want this person to have in the seat? And then as we're interviewing and going through that process, do they match our core values? Another key tool that we use that is a tool within EOS is Colby. And I'm not sure if you've heard of Colby, but Colby is a 
tool, an assessment tool that we use to help people know how they like to work. And we also use that and recommend that to some of our teams as well. And I do that as well. So it's really narrowing in on values. Do they GWC the seat is what we call it. So do they get it? God-given talent to do that job. Do they passionately want that seat? And then do they have the capacity to do the seat, the job, which is mental, physical, emotional, spiritual skill capacity to do that seat? And it needs to be yes, 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 and all three of those and match the core values. I'm hoping that's answering your question. No, 100%. That's that's excellent criteria right there. I think that a lot of the time when we do go looking to hire somebody, it's there's not that defined criteria. We haven't thought it all the way through and, and therefore we're never going to find um, the person that, that we're really looking for because we don't know exactly what we're looking for. You know, so, so that definitely answered my question. Um, yeah. And, and data, I mean, without the facts, then we don't know if we're moving in the right direction. Right. And um, if you don't have a system in place and you're not consistently checking your, 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 your gauges are looking at your dashboard, then you have no idea if you're moving in the right direction. So wanted to dig a little bit deeper into that. So what I teach is what's called the scorecard. So I'm teaching them to build the leadership team to build a weekly scorecard. So what are the five to 15 numbers that are the most important numbers that they need to be tracking on a weekly basis? But the scorecard is an activity-based scorecard. So it's absolutely saying, what are the activities that we need to do to get the results that we're looking for? I mean, in all reality, revenue is a reactionary number. When you get your financials, you know, 10 days, 15, 20 days into the following month, it's a reactionary document. So what do we need to be doing proactively to be able to see what is happening in our business. And if you look at things from 13 weeks in a glance, what are the trends that we're seeing? And of course, a lot of people have been looking at their numbers in a time like we have right now between COVID and everything that's happening in our world. One of the things you can be paying close attention to is what are the activities you're doing this week to be able to keep moving things forward to where you want to be. So getting what you want. If you liken it to a sales, to be the simplest example, if I wanted one new client a month, how many phone calls do I need to make in a week? How many meetings do I have to have in a week? How many proposals do I have to put out and how many presentations I have to do to be able to get that one new client? So data always tells us a story. And I like to say it like it actually helps take the emotion out of it because the facts are the facts. So let's take some of the emotion out. We've got our numbers in front of us. This is the story it's telling us. What are we going to do with it and about it? Yeah, that certainly makes sense. What are we going to do with it and about it? We're going to freak out, <laughs> CJ. No, we're not going to freak out. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe we are going to freak Maybe. out. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Well, that's that flexibility piece, right? And and, and when, when issues do come up, which issues come up all the time, we, we don't know if it's going to be the coronavirus or if it's going to be whatever. Um, so... Tell me a little bit about how, how you tackle issues as, as they pop up. Well, the first thing I want to say about issues is that it's not a negative term. Um, hmm. Issues, the issues track is an idea, an opportunity, as much as it is a concern, problem, obstacle. So inside of the issue solving track is two things. One is what we call the list. And the list is literally getting that issue out of your head and onto paper so you can solve it. 
And that actually takes a lot of bravery and courage sometimes to be able to state the issue. Because sometimes we just think the symptoms are the issue and they're really not. We're not getting to the root cause of the issue. So it takes courage and bravery to get that issue out into the list is number one. And some issues are simple and it's easy to put it on the list and others are a little harder, but we need to get it out. And then we have what we call IDS. So IDS stands for identify, discuss, and solve. So identify is where I was going back to the root, peeling back that onion and getting to the root cause of the issue. A lot of times we'll say something and we start talking and I'm at a whiteboard and all of a sudden I've got seven things that the team has said and there's seven different issues. We haven't gotten to the real root. So identify is getting to the real root cause of the issue first before you even go to discuss. But once you're all, yes, this is the root issue, then you go to discuss to decide what does solve look like. And discussing and someone saying something more than once, I call it politicking. Hmm. Politicking means when one person says, we have to do it this way, we have to do it this way, and they say it three different ways, but they're very insistent in what they believe. But reality is, let's get united as a team and decide together what does solve look like. And then once you get to solve, you solve it. Now, solve could be, I need more information. John, can you please go print that report and bring it back to us next week, for example? Or solve can be, this is what we're doing. You know, Sam, will you please go execute on that? And we all need to come to agreement on what solve looks like. This is where a little bit of that disagree and commit sometimes has to come in, because I may not agree 100%, but I can get on board with it because I need to, we need to be a united front as a leadership team. The number one thing a leadership team needs to be, especially when solving issues, is that they're a united front for the rest of the business. So that's a little snippet of our issue solving track. No, I appreciate that. I, I, I love it. It's disagree and commit? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You might not love all of it, but we need you on board, CJ. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. Well, CJ, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? You know, my difference-making tip um, is in times of our world where it is today, the number one thing that I remind myself every day that actually helps me as an individual in business, family, everything I do, is to think from the lens of help first. What can I do to help you as an individual, as a company, to help first? And I look to my tools to see what tools I have that will help someone, and we all have tools in our toolbox. So I just encourage everyone to think about from the lens of abundance-mindedness and how do I help, because when we do that, we help the world as a whole. Well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets Come on. Come on. CJ, thank, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? I would recommend everyone to go to eosworldwide.com. There are lots of things on our website that can help. There is a directory, which I am on the directory as well. So cdubay at eosworldwide is my email. 
but I encourage everybody to go to the website. We have 374 amazing EOS implementers that are all ready to help small and medium-sized businesses grow. Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show CJ your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to eosworldwide.com. Check out all the great resources. I'll list all of those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, CJ. You're very welcome. Thank you so much. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it and then how to get great guests and keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out and go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show.